really, there you have it. After considering all the key financial factors impacting our world today, you need to shift your mindset from buy now, pay later to save now, live better later. While I do not mean you need to deprive yourself of all the pleasures of living today, you know, maybe you need to cut back on them a little bit so you can save more for the future. Saving for 20 years from now is going to become increasingly important and harder to do. And what I'd say to you is be realistic about life. Unless you're hit with an unexpected illness or an accident, the likelihood is that you're going to live well into old age. That's for most of us. So how do you want to live those extra years? My suggestion is plan and act now to make that future dream of a financially secure retirement a reality for your household. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. Given today's current economic conditions, including what looks like inflation that we're going to have to deal with over the next several years, the physical health of the government benefit program, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and the increasing life expectancies that we're all facing, if you will, we're going to have that opportunity. I think when you look at it, it's going to force households to have to save more money currently to secure the later years of their life. So in this episode, I'm going to highlight for you the need for all of us to save more now to support a better lifestyle later. So let's begin. The U.S. has a consumer-led economy, and it's been successful mainly because we have a buy now, pay later mindset. Think about that. Buy now, pay later. Get the benefits today, pay it back tomorrow. You know, about two-thirds of our economy comes from consumer spending. And as advertised, the assumptions that we all have had to deal with, if you will, or all have worked with, is that our futures will be brighter. You'll earn more and you'll be able to save for your future later when your kids are grown or your needs are less. You'll also be able to live on less when you get older. And when it comes to income taxes, the rate of income tax you're likely to pay when you stop working will be less than the rate you pay today. Well, unfortunately, I've got some news for you. I, in my opinion, I believe it's time to rethink these guiding principles of financial life in America. Now, if you are a Financial Verse podcast subscriber, and we thank you for that, you've heard about a number of factors that are changing these principles and make, making saving for future needs when you stop working full time or when you enter the so-called fulfilling stage of your life much more difficult. A number of these factors, let's just go back over them quickly and let's think about them. First off, you've got a low interest rate environment. And even if as the Fed increases interest rates, we're still pretty low historically. We've got high costs of living and it being impacted by inflation, world events, and in particular, higher rents, higher housing costs. It's really impacting a lot of households negatively. We also have the high cost of debt impacted by the student loans 
and ever-increasing vehicle debt. As I've talked to you about, car loans now and truck loans are six and a half to seven years in length. So they're, they're, get, they're becoming more and more like a mortgage versus just a short-term loan. We've also seen reduced employer-provided defined benefit retirement programs. You don't get a pension anymore. Only about 4% of companies offer those. And we also have many people agreeing, or if you will, agreeing with the fallacy that they can depend on Social Security retirement benefits to fully fund their living expenses. And that's just not the case. That's not going to happen. We see in our country today poor savings and credit use habits for most households, hopefully not yours, and the increasing cost of health care. Health care costs keep going up. And on top of that, now we're all living a lot longer. So when you look at all these factors, higher costs, uh, higher costs, higher health care expenses, increasing life expectancies, they're putting a lot of pressure on the uh, America's households, in my view. So when you look at this, remember, the end of full-time work will come. But the question that you need to be prepared to answer is, will you be ready to fund your living expenses through savings and the benefits that you've accumulated? Now, the choices you make about currently about your rate of savings, how much debt you take on and how you service it, the amount of retirement contributions you make, how you invest your money, these are all up to you. But in my view, here is why in today's environment, it's essential to jumpstart your savings so you can retire well. In reality, you need to save more now to live better later. And, and when you look at that, let me give you some ideas on how to do it versus just bring up this unfortunate elephant in the room, the reality that's there. First off, you have to put a financial plan in place. As we know, only about 28% of people have a written financial plan. You really need to have one, and that will help hopefully provide some principles for what you spend, what you save, what you earn. So first off, putting a financial plan in place is really essential to live in this new environment. Number two, time is money. And I think a lot of people don't realize this. If you spend a dollar today, you won't have $3 potentially later on when you retire at age 67, age 70. And what you see is the benefits of time allow you to take advantage of compounding or compound interest, meaning will increase returns. And if you're using, for instance, tax deferred accounts such as IRAs or a 401k plan, any earnings on those contributions go back into your account without being currently taxed, and they can generate additional earnings. So when you look at this, the important thing here is time is money, and the younger you start, the better it is for the long term. The sooner you get started savings, it's real important. Number three, develop a savings mindset. In my view, gone are the days of working for one company and retiring with a gold watch and a pension. Today, it's up to every individual to start saving as early as they can to accumulate savings and benefits for when full-time work stops. With the impact of inflation on living and healthcare costs, it's essential to save even just a little amount every month Remember, today's savings can yield major benefits later in life. Number four, and this is real important, and please, please, please heed this one. Don't plan to rely on Social Security to fund your living expenses. So as we take a look at what the current expected benefit is for 2022, it's about $1,658 a month for the typical worker. 
And the maximum benefit would be a little over $3,300 for high lifetime earners. Now, when you look at these amounts, can you fully fund your monthly living expenses on this amount? Can you live on $1,600 a month? Remember, Social Security retirement benefits are designed to replace 40% of the average worker's pre-retirement earnings, with the percentage declining for higher earners. Now, these projected benefits will not fully replace your income. So please don't have your retirement plan be that you're going to live on Social Security. It'll be very difficult for you to do that. Number five. What will your living expenses be when you stop work? You really need to have a, a cash budget. You need to be understanding what you're spending. And in particular, once you get to be age 45, you should really have this discipline in place. And when you look at it, in reality, retirement income planning, because lifestyle planning, you want to make sure you have enough cash coming in to pay your bills and to live the lifestyle that you want. So you need to clearly understand what you're spending each month and how it will change as you age. Some expenses will go away when you stop working full-time. Other expenses will be added or increased. Number six, as a nation, we just aren't saving enough. During the height of the COVID pandemic, saving rates went up dramatically, but they've come back down to earth. So I think if you look at 2021, about 7% was the savings rate that most households had, according to the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis. Now, this level of savings projected into the future, in my view, will not generate enough income given expected lower future interest rates and longer life expectancies. Unfortunately, the cold reality is that you need to save more cash than you're currently doing. So most households have to figure out ways to save more. Now, number seven, if you continue to work, you know, some people say, I'm just going to continue to work into old age. That's going to be my strategy. I don't really need to save now. I'm going to have income later. Well, you may want to rethink that. I think that's a hope, not a real good strategy. Working after retirement because you want to can be psychologically rewarding so you can stay engaged and you can earn extra income. Working because you have to may not be a safe strategy and can prove unwise. While many people plan to work in retirement, unfortunately, unexpected health issues, disabilities, layoffs, dependent care needs, and age discrimination may thwart this desire. So if you're planning to work in your, into retirement as your key retirement income strategy, there are a lot of things that can get in the way. Number eight, healthcare costs continue to increase at rates greater than inflation. Again, I always look at the Fidelity Investments annual uh, survey that they send out and uh, they publish rather. And, and for 2021, they published that a couple retiring in 2021, both age 65, would need about $300,000 in after-tax cash to handle all their non-medical expenses, excluding long-term care costs. Now, there's a number of ways you can save money for that. You can have a health savings account. You can put money away specifically for healthcare needs. You can buy insurance coverages as you age. But I think when you look at it, healthcare costs, as once you stop working full-time, they're real and they can eat away at your post-working cash budget. Now, number nine is my favorite elephant in the room, unfortunately, and that's the need for long-term care protection. Most, if you take a look at the industry statistics and the government published statistics, about two thirds of you in the audience are going to have a long-term care event 
take place. And that's an event where you are sufficiently impacted by an illness that you're unable to do three of six activities of daily living. And you're going to need some help. You're going to need somebody to help you when you go through this. And most people today have no money put away for long-term care. They think that Medicare will pay long-term care costs. It does not. Very limited benefit there. So you have to put some money away to make sure you've got that long-term care need covered. And you can do that by putting cash away, buying a fully underwritten policy, or potentially buying a hybrid life insurance or annuity policy. Now, number 10, and this is going to be a shock to many of you, and maybe it won't be. Most retirees end up spending more than they think in their later years. Give you some examples. If you plan on traveling, participating in more recreational activities, or contributing to charitable causes, you need the cash to be able to do this. So if you don't set aside cash in your younger years, your earlier years to pay for these things, you're not going to have the cash to fund all these activities that you want to participate in. So let me summarize today's session on save more now, live better later. Really, there you have it. After considering all the key financial factors impacting our world today, you need to shift your mindset from buy now, pay later to save now, live better later. While I do not mean you need to deprive yourself of all the pleasures of living today, maybe you need to cut back on them a little bit so you can save more for the future. Saving for 20 years from now is going to become increasingly important and harder to do. And what I'd say to you is be realistic about life. Unless you're hit with an unexpected illness or an accident, the likelihood is that you're going to live well into old age. That's for most of us. So how do you want to live those extra years? My suggestion is plan and act now to make that future dream of a financially secure retirement a reality for your household. So that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit financialverse.com.